Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Let's talk about the market, the Magnificent 7. Falls 29.3% from their highest highs. And uh, Michael Burry had 40,000 put options. And it all panned out to be pretty profitable for him. So we talked about that before, a couple months ago, when he had those put options. And um, looks like he made a lot of money from uh, betting that the market would uh, have a downturn, especially on the tech side. Um, So... What's the best way to hedge and be profitable in any market? What can we learn from this situation? Um, I think a couple of good lessons. Number one, anytime we hit an all-time high, the market is usually going to fall back five to ten percent. Like I don't know why everyone's freaking out about this news. Like since August, we've been coming down. We know historically September is the worst month for the market. So if you're going to set up your shorts, ideally you want to set them up in August. Go to profit in September, probably take profit in October. Um, on a future side, if you're shorting the NASDAQ or the S&P 500, the ES, that's a good way you can hedge. If you're into options, you can do what Michael did. Michael is often early in timing, but he's usually right in his prediction. I remember when he got all those contracts, everyone was like, he doesn't know. And he got lucky from one big short in 07. I'm like, clearly you don't know investing or don't know his track record. He may be in early to a trade, but no, more than often, he is right. So while you're continuing to buy Apple, Microsoft, Google, Meta long term, if you see that there's going to be a reversal of fortune, the same ones that you're going long in in another portfolio, you should short. In Chicago, uh, Troy gave you all a hell of a gem on how to do so. We're going to leave it for Chicago. But the same ones that you're trading or investing in long term should be the ones that you're shorting as well so you can offset those losses. You shouldn't be afraid of a market drop. You should learn how to take advantage of them because that's really the way you play the game. Most great investors are not going to be down for long in any portfolio because they're hedging when the market is going down. I think uh, what you're saying is spot on, Ian. Um, The timing is important, right? And so like, if we look from a historical standpoint, like we've said this over and over, we've said September, October, we're going to see a pullback, especially in tech. We've seen it 
consistently over the past three years that that has happened. Well, we've yep. also seen, and I would be interested to see when he sold these contracts, right, to make a profit, because we know typically November, December are months, and historically yeah. we can look at it over the past 60 years that we're going to see a 1% to 2% increase or appreciation across the, all indexes, specifically the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P. And so the timing is important. And so I want people, especially if you're the person that's you know listening to Michael Burry, who's a, a brilliant guy, to make sure that your timing is right. But what you're also saying is important. How do you hedge it? Yes. Right? And so if I'm invested in NVIDIA and everybody that was in Chicago, you saw this. If I'm invested in NVIDIA at a 400 strike price, then I'm also going to say, all right, if I see a pullback, I need to know what that percentage is that I'm going to invest in again. So whether that's a 10% pullback, 20 30% or 40% pullback. All right, I need to know what that number is. And if it gets to that number, if this is a company that I'm invested in, not only on the equity side, meaning that I have shares, but I'm also having options or whatever else you're doing, be consistent with the company, but hedge yep. it, right? I'm not going to say, all right, wait, it's losing money. I should just watch it lose money. No, I'm going to actually enter the position at another place or another point so that when I know that eventually the market will turn around, especially like we just said, historically, November, December, we're seeing that happen or we've seen that happen. This is a time where if I had that lower placement or that hedge, it's going to increase at the same time that my original uh, contracts increase. So it's a strategy. Yes, but the, the timing is important. So please understand timing when 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 you're investing or seasonal time, especially from historical historical standpoints. The information isn't hidden. They've been like, if you get the Almanac or you read any major publication, they've been screaming for 40 years. September is one of the worst months. Short in your short term portfolio <laughs> and buy in your long term. Like if they tell you historically, this is the worst time, they're telling you what to do. Even Friday, the Dow implied open was negative 99. I told us the stock club yesterday. You can take that target and usually double it. So if the implied open is 99, what should your target be if you're shorting the Dow? Same. If you go long, if the implied open for the Dow is plus 99, you can normally double that target to know where to go. The information is not hidden. I know there's like uh, all these Internet conspiracies about they hide real order volume and, and volume flow. And like, bro, if you just listen to the information that is given to you, you can profit a hell of a lot. It's really not that hard. And especially if you're holding off for a five or 10 year period, you don't have that much to worry about. Okay. And you don't have to choose too many positions. That's another thing. You don't have to choose too many. And, and that's something that we've been saying for the past two years is there might be five to 10 that we're looking at. Yes. Maybe 12. If, if we take in some of, some of the healthcare positions that Ian talks about, that's it. Right, you got your magnificent seven, and then we got some of the healthcare ones, and maybe a few semis. And it's like, all right, well, if these are the ones that I'm looking at, and I'm just speaking for me, then I'm staying consistent with those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna know yeah. those. Like, I know everything that I right? Like, I, I need to master this. And so, those are the companies I'm looking at. Yeah, there will be companies that will, will come about and will pique your interest, but make sure you stay disciplined and focus on the ones that you actually know. Sexy Red may rotate her options every week. <laughs> I don't want y'all to be sexy red, skied anyway, but I want y'all to stay true and stay loyal. Do Sierra's prayer over your portfolio and stick with the same one. Please. Shout out to Sexy Red. Shout out to Sexy Red. Shout out to Sexy Red. <laughs> well, your portfolio is going to be a sexy red. You keep playing if you want to. Uh-uh. <laughs> so what's the, um, what's the biggest lesson you have learned in the last five years in the market? Uh, um, the price of where you decide to buy something is most important. Like, 
Arm is in trouble. Snowflake is in trouble. Even on a venture capital side, they're talking about cutting the valuation of some of the companies by 50%. If you were a late stage investor, you are crapping your pants right now. But all of that goes away if you buy at the right price. Um, Troy was having a conversation about some things he had to purchase recently before we came. Like everything comes down to did you buy at the right price? Or did you miss and pay late and end up paying a premium? Even when people are saying, hey, Apple's down, Meta's down, which Meta had a hell of a rebound this year. If you bought it last year, you're not complaining. I see too many investors and too many traders who want to get rich off buying at the wrong price. This is how life works. I know we're in a way more sensitive area of life now, but if you buy at the wrong price, you are going to pay. If you're not consistent in your work, you're going to pay. I saw the reaction when, when your post went up from CNBC. You need 10 million. Oh, y'all out of touch. We've been telling you. <laughs> you think all these NBA players are making 26 million a year just because the owners want to give them that? No, that's the threshold that you need to pay to be rich. I came in 2020. You need 28 million to be safe. Oh, you're crazy. Okay. We'll see. Some of the ones that are not making what they say end up clipping and putting people names in videos because they need some traction. If you actually help some people, ta, you wouldn't need to do it. Hey, if he had as many S&P shares as he proclaims and you paid your staff better, like why the ones who always never pay well want to talk to them anyway? So, yeah, for those of you who are saying that Meta's down, <laughs> Meta's up 79% this year. Up 79%. Buy at the right price. Yeah. That is NVIDIA is another company that we talk about a lot. I mean, gave y'all a home run, fast months, right over the plate. It's up two hundred. The stock is up two hundred percent this year. Yes. So, what is the option up? Well, it depends. Some of y'all need to be also down, but it's down. Nvidia has been down since it made its high. That's important to note. So, it's it's been down since it's made its high. So, a lot of people got in, um, and they they're actually negative on the Nvidia's position. They should have listened to Market Mondays. Was the price for not paying attention to the information? That's important, right? But even like at its low, right? And that's that's one of those strategies when we're looking and trading like higher highs and higher lows, right? Even when mm -hmm. it goes up to its high, it hasn't pulled back to a point of support or support yet. So, yes, it, it, the timing of when you got into the, the position, but we're talking about last year when we looked at the Nasdaq and it was down twenty nine percent. The entire index was, was down twenty nine percent. You saw Nvidia at one hundred and sixty dollars. Right, like yep. it hasn't gone under four hundred yet. I'm waiting, but it hasn't gone under four hundred yet. Um, so it's it's just about the timing of it. But it also takes patience. I think that's one of those things. And I don't know if you finished about some of the things you learned over the past five years, is that it takes patience, and it it really requires a seatbelt mentality. Like, all right, mm -hmm. I've done the homework. I'm putting my seatbelt on. I'm trusting my research. I'm trusting what I've heard, and I'm trusting my instincts when it comes to this. And you know, I mean, it's something that you'll learn throughout the process. Yeah. And also once something triples, that's not the time to buy it. We talked about it before. If something's up 300%, you have to wait for it to pull back. I know you're going to be upset and you, we all have FOMO. There's other things that we all have missed out on. You can't chase it at the wrong price because yeah. it's going to take you too long to get in a profit. If you do, um, I told everybody, as soon as uh, Nvidia hit that high, Hey, if you can't afford it, take profit at 496, get out and enjoy. For everyone else, hold on and continue to add because the number of shares that you have matters more than anything. I think too many people want to have a great entry and great exit to post it on social. And it's like, but you have five shares. 
What difference does it make? Like you need to have enough shares that it's going to impact your life and the lives of your family, like positively for a few years, not just, you know, for clout to post on IG or post on TikTok. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.